and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa, and with me today is Nick. How are you doing, Nick? Hey, Lexa, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I'm really excited. Yes, uh, we have been chatting Spider-Verse Tech for a while now. Oh uh, yeah, we were probably the OGs of all the Spider-Foes hype that's currently rising in the TTS and um, Discord groups. Yes, we were there before the new models got announced. Which fits perfectly. We were the Morlocks of the uh, Spider-Foes. <laughs> we, were, we were hidden in the sewers <laughs> talking yeah, in like secret. That. Doing some jank stuff. Um, yes, yes, uh, for sure. Would you like to talk a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I'm Nick, um, the German, and my name in marks behind it on the discords. Um, here, I'm 34, obviously coming from Germany, which you can hear by my thick accent, probably. Mm -hmm. And no, I'm not going to refer any Arnold <laughs> <laughs> uh, sentences from the beloved movies. Um, I did that quite a lot when I was living in America. Mm. Um, yeah, I started wargaming pretty early. My dad brought it to me with um, the rise of, uh, back then, uh, Warhammer Fantasy. Mm -hmm. um, played my way through almost every system or most systems available. And yeah, decided that I love skirmish players or skirmish games and especially the more competitive skirmish games where you can really sunk your teeth in the material and the different stats uh, synergies characters yeah and that's how i ended up with marvel christ protocol fantastic um and being not a traditional content creator um i i am obliged to ask you what character do you want to see in marvel crisis protocol who isn't in there already yeah, so going with the theme of today's show, I guess, I brought um, another German, my fellow uh, little blue furry guy, Kurt Wagner, mm. aka Nightcrawler. He's probably my most favorite X-Men character of them all, so I would love to see some movement, teleport, uh, shenanigans in the likes of um, Quicksilver or something like that on a Kurt Wagner. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, that that seems like a really that is a well-loved pick. Um I while it didn't quite make my 10 for the article I put out, it's definitely one I did consider. He is he is just a fun character. I mean, oh, yeah. if you, if you watch the old 90s cartoons, um he was just great. Such a goofy but yet a tragic uh, character, which is quite nice. Yes, uh, I remember him from the 2000s cartoons. Oh, that actually I need to watch. I, um, my, my memories and my, my um, love for X-Men all goes with the 90s cartoon series. So. <laughs> yes, I grew up on X-Men Evolution, which is definitely one of the weirder um, X-Men adaptations. Which is a bold state because all the X-Men stuff is super weird. <laughs> well, it's, it's weird in the sense that it's more... Okay, um, X-Men Evolution is what would happen if 
the CW did a teen drama version of X-Men. It, it's weird in different ways than X-Men is traditionally weird. Which is yeah. what makes it so unique feeling among the X-Men ad- adaptations. I can I can see that. Sadly, I'm not that familiar with all the CW stuff you guys have in the States. Mm-hmm. But I bet <laughs> it ended up weird. Yeah, so CW is the is teen television, live action teen television. They're the channel that puts out things like Riverdale or uh, the DC TV shows like Arrow and Flash, uh, all from the channel CW. Okay. So it's, they've definitely gotten produced, uh, uh, released outside of the US with, but not necessarily with the same amount of branding to the CW as here. But CW is the singular network that does a lot of similar style programming that has then got pushed out to the rest of the world, if that makes sense. It makes total sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, who did you bring for us to talk about today? Yeah, and as I mentioned earlier with Nightcrawler, um, I brought another fellow German, <laughs> but not really known for his good kindness or uh, um, yeah, a misunderstood character. I brought Johann Schmidt, a.k.a. the Red Skull. Probably one of the most evil characters in comics. Oh, definitely one of the evil characters. I mean, mm-hmm. there's nothing nice about him. Yes. <laughs> and a Korbox character for this game. It is, yeah, he is. That's true. Um, He's been around for a long time. And he only, he has up until, as of yesterday, I think it was, uh, a almost completely unique power set as of yesterday and us seeing the stream where we got to see clear for the first time we have started to see some of his superpowers recycled but not all of them he is still very unique in this game i think so too he has a very niche um uh, a place in the fourth threat um category i think and sadly a bit, I think he's overlooked a lot oh, for yeah. the poten- the potential he can bring in the fourth threat category, especially as we talked about my season five entry in the oh, the Spider Foes. Mm-hmm. He was a staple in my list, um, which you brought me to yeah. um, use him, and I was amazed by his performance. Every time I put him on the on the field, he just did work. He is for sure a workhorse. Though I have to say some of his abilities have not aged as well as others yes. have. Um but one of the important things to note that's like a new category that he fits in that has developed recently is he's a character that can throw Dormammu. <laughs> oh for sure, yeah. He is one of the guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that makes him inherently valuable in there. Oh, for sure. He definitely, um, his stocks went up. Mm-hmm. Yep, his stocks went up. Um, and have, have uh, I, I played a little bit with and against Domamo in the last couple uh, days until he got spoiled. And it is really valuable to have a non-sized throw in there, oh, for yeah. sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he has, and he is probably also, I think, the farthest away character you can be from Domamo before throwing him. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. I, I haven't can... really thought about that, but yeah. Because <laughs> you can true. do it at range 4, which means you can stand outside of Incantation of Oblivion range. That's true, yeah. Um, so that is something else to really consider with uh, Red Skull, but he has automatic power gain, and not like a trivial amount of automatic power gain. He can gain a flat 3 power in a turn. In an action, which is a lot. Yes, yeah. Which is sadly, as I mentioned before, the one ability that did not age well, especially given the new releases in the Mystic category or Mystic Wave. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of characters that can spend an action to gain power for free. Um, yes, his gain is three power flat, but the damage, it, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. It can hurt. <laughs> Um, yeah. but it feels thematic and I think it works with the rest of his kit to be balanced. For sure. Um, I mean, in core, core box times, it was just amazing giving him extra power. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he can master the cosmic cube to move someone around, including himself. And that range two place is very solid. Um, and he can do that every turn, no matter what, because of the cosmic cube. That is true. Yeah. And it's really valuable. Like all people that play Marvel Crisis Protocol in a semi-competitive environment know for sure uh, movement and positioning just wins you the game. And having a reliable place to or range to place is such a boon yeah. for just any hard-hitting model. Mm -hmm. And we all know the famous um, MODOK combination in his yep. uh, own um, Cabal mm -hmm. affiliation. How yeah. valuable it was there and i think over the time with a lot new characters um added to the game it becomes increasingly more valuable yes um and then he also has a ability that is still singularly unique which is hail hydra and it's best his best ability <laughs> um, the, i just love the name it's a reverse bodyguard and, like, we've had plays on Bodyguard before, but this is the exact opposite of Reverse Wave. If he gets attacked, he can push it off onto someone else. Um, yeah. Which can do some devilishly sneaky things, like pushing it onto an Enchantress uh, or a Mysterio, where they can't pay... they The timing windows doesn't allow to pay for the defense reduction. Or pushing yeah. it onto a Venom, who has a counterattack. Oh, yeah. That is the, the best combo with him <laughs> that I found in my Spider Force list. Just one flank, Venom, Red Skull, and just delivering the damage to Venom and he snacks back is pretty amazing. Yeah. It's it's a really good, fun combo, too. Um, so, yeah, he has a lot of really interesting stuff that makes him still a singularly unique piece that isn't talked about enough. Because he's mostly thought about for his affiliation. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, the folly of most leaders end up being that they are thought of more for their affiliation than for what they do. Uh, I think the only two that are outside of that... Uh, three. Because Thanos is like a weird thing where... He is so singular that... He's very much in Dormammu, even though he doesn't walk the way that Dormammu does, where any list with Thanos in it suddenly becomes a Thanos list, whether or not you're playing Black Order affiliation. 
Yeah. Um, but beyond that, Miles and uh, 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 Mystique are the two characters that are really known to be out of affiliation picks that are also leaders. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, for sure. There are not that many leaders which are solid splashes around. Yeah. Um. And also, uh, a, li a little um, jump back to the Dormammu play. Mm -hmm. I think with the Hail Hydra reverse bodyguard, he can do some fun interaction with Dormammu's big spender attack, where he's not allowed to use it anymore. If I'm reading it right, he could, if he's targeted by it, he can body, uh, reverse Hail Hydra back to someone else. And if the second attack triggers, he can do it again onto the target that's preview, previously been hit and it would cancel the attack. I am not 100% sure about that. That is a rules form question. Yeah, <laughs> probably. But it, it sounds nice in my weird head. Yeah. Um, so are there any affiliations that jump, I, we've talked about Spider-Foes a little bit, and he's a good splash there, but we've both already done that with him, so I don't think we want to go that direction with him this episode. Um, and he's the leader of the Cabal, so we're not really going to go that direction. Are there any other affiliations that jump out to you as places you want to play Red Skull? Yeah, so, uh, there are a few, um... We can decide which one fits better for him, but uh, recently with all the hype around the three-box challenge that's going on, um, I used the format to introduce new players to the game, mm -hmm. and I found uh, one player uh, started off with Inhumans, and he used Red Skull in Inhumans, which was quite nasty, I have to say. Oh, yes, uh, no. Delivering Black Bolt, uh, gaining the power from the leadership, or being a battery to pass out power for the other Inhumans was really funny. And I haven't thought about that in that way he did it, uh, which was really nice. I I have played, uh, I have talked about and played uh, uh, Red Skull Inhumans before, and it's so much fun. Um because he's, he's a slightly worse Lockjaw in the reposition, but he's better in the attrition matchup. It feels more like he's a weird mix between a Lockjaw and a Black Bolt. Mm -hmm. And it fits. I, I, yeah. I, I, I just have to say it fits. Um, I played against it. It was nasty. I played with it. It was fun. Yeah. You can do so much stuff with him, and mm -hmm. passing out the power is so amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think he's a solid pick, and I think honestly, in my opinion, uh, Inhumans are an underrated in uh, affiliation, mm -hmm. which are quite strong. Yes, no, I I definitely think Inhumans are underrated and need some people to tinker with them. Um, yeah, they have they have uh, they have a lot of potential, especially the leadership leaves room for so much experimentation. The they just need yeah. someone to unlock them. Yeah, for sure. The leadership has a lot of potential, and their tactics cards are really good. Yeah, right. And uh, it's probably the only uh, um, affiliation where you not get um, death stared at when you put Medusa on the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 
if you're a diehard Medusa fan and you don't want to get the stairs across the table, if you put that model under the tabletop, um, yeah, just use Inhumans. <laughs> because there's uh, in, in my local matter, uh, we just basically uh, banned Medusa and Valkyrie. We were just sick of seeing them on the table. And mm -hmm. uh, we, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um, I want to bring up X Force. Oh, okay. Um, I was going with another X team, but yeah, X Force. We'll, I can we'll see that. We'll get back to that. Um, <laughs> but it's um, X Force. Red Skull has generally makes one attack a turn with his spender, because um, you cosmic cube to get the power for the spender, and then do your four power spend uh, for for uh, power cost spender that has the swell. And having the extra reroll in there to confirm the throw, to make sure you get damage through to confirm the throw, especially against bigger targets, is really good. Yeah, and handing out the stun is really annoying yes. after you throw the target away. And you also have an in-affiliation counter-attacker you can play alongside in Sabertooth. Oh, yeah, that's a nice combo, for mm -hmm. sure. I can see that. So what other X-Team were you going to talk about? Yeah, so I love X-Men. They're, besides the Spider-Foes, my most played team. I basically um, only play uh, X-Men and Spider-Foes. They're my go-to teams because just I'm a 90s kid and, you know, Spider-Man comics, X-Men uh, cartoon series, it's all the love I have. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would um, put him in X-Men to double down on the leadership so you can port and you can take someone with you yeah that, that or is, you can sorry that that is really interesting yeah uh, yeah i uh, when x-men came out and didn't have had the character selection they have now i played i'm guilty of playing a lot of medusa and and vision mm -hmm. And I used the leadership to uh, hop Medusa and then um, take someone with her uh, by mostly hopping um, Vision over her hair flip to yeah. travel with her along. Mm -hmm. And you you can do something similar with um, Red Skull and enable him to just be in range for everything he wants, mm -hmm. which is uh, quite nice. Yeah. Um, I do, speaking of being in range for everything he wants, I do also quickly want to talk about the new kids on the block, Midnight Suns. Oh, yeah. That A-tier leadership. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Getting to just move him around, um, to, uh, get within that range for which he wants to be in, uh, without taking up an action is really powerful. Um, they have a lot of people, uh, they have Ghost Raider on their affiliation, who also does, really likes that range to place that uh, Red Skull gives out. Um, oh, sure. There's a lot of potential with them, especially early on. Yeah, and having Iron Fist in there as an affiliated character and access to Heroes for Hire can open up a pretty vast and devastating combo with Hail Hydra. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So as we now know is that iron fist can um heroes for hire himself yes. so if you just 
uh, give Iron Fist the damage or uh, Hail Hydra onto Iron Fist and he is using Hero's Fire on him. You get a lot of movement with a throw. Quite yeah. nice. Mm -hmm. So, uh, are there any other affiliations that really jump out to you as things you want to talk about? That is the weird thing and probably a unique um, selling point for Red Skull. I don't think there is a bad affiliation where he would not work into yeah. mm -hmm. because of his like su aggressive support uh, kit he brings to the table. I think you can slot him in every affiliation and he just does his job. Yeah, so he's, um, he's an interesting yeah. case because most of the other supports in the game are don't have a lot of back-end once they're done supporting. Once once they are no longer in range of being able to support someone. But Red Skull can turn the aggression on. And he can bring the pain. He can bring the the, the German hatred on the table. Yeah. <laughs> he really can. Yeah, for sure. I mean, his his attacks are solid. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the only one that I would actually consider him not being amazing in is Dark Dimension. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, it's a new affiliation, and I don't really see a, a place for uh, four-pointers in there. Yeah, but... and it's also like he doesn't need the extra power gen because he already has his own power gen. Um, right. And, like, the extra movement is okay for Domamu, but he already has a lot of extra movement. Yeah, I don't think, uh, at least from the few games I played with him, I don't think he has any problems to go where he wants. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And usually the games with the Mamu are centered around him, so mm -hmm. he doesn't really need to move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there a specific one of the affiliations we talked about that you want to design the list for? Yeah, so I really like the X-Force. I mean, cool. they're right now, they're uh, a little bit undervalued i think um i play them myself a couple times and they feel dicey they feel really um, dependent on the performance of cable mm. um and a lot of people giving them slack because of the the core characters and their um uh, or or really not much value in their tactics cards and I think we can we can work out a really nice roster that's doing work with X Force. Yeah. Uh, since we're we're here and and experimenting around with like uh, new homes for uh, sadly not as much played characters, uh, I think this is a nice little underdog affiliation uh, X Force uh, affiliation that we can build up to be maybe something better. Yeah. Um, and especially the selling point you gave me was Sabretooth. I I love it. I love him. He's a great character, and I would love to see more of him on the table and yeah. with Red Skull and Hail Hydra. I think there is some some nice synergy we can utilize. Yeah, I I think I really like Sabretooth. I think he's extremely undervalued in the game right now. Um, oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. And having access to um, cat and mouse, which enables him to just have one move to a middle objective and be in range for an attack is really great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
also using cat and mouse on cable who also has his own place is very good and just extending yeah. that out even farther using red skull so he doesn't even so he only has to use his own personal place and not his actual move to get a double shot early in the game seems really solid that is true and on the other side um, putting um, red skull or on the other hand putting red skull into the team gives you another reliable source of energy damage yes which is only uh, so far mostly cable mm -hmm. um, that could be something because we see a lot of rise into the mystic defenses and the mystic attacks and the physical defense as we all know is pretty high mm -hmm. but energy defense is quite low across all characters except for and captain marvel <laughs> except for captain marvel and storm <laughs> well captain marvel specifically also has her thing where her yeah. wilds count double on energy defense Right, which is a mechanic I would love to see more. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. AMG, you created the wild symbol on your dice. Do something in defense with it, please. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we have, we already, uh, if we're doing X-Force, we're bringing Cable, and you already mentioned Saber 2, so I've already got both of those in there. I think we need yeah. to take both three-pointers. Oh, we have to, yeah. yeah. And they're both fun. I mean, Domino is just a powerhouse. And to be honest, I wasn't hyped about Deadpool's card when I first saw the card, spoiler. Mm -hmm. But putting him on the field, it's just a fun character. Yeah, does he work or does he uh, do the same amount of work as Domino? No, definitely not. He's not the best three-pointer, but he is just fun. He is just fun. So, Deadpool can do more work than Domino at times in a control aspect rather than a aggression aspect. Because Merc with a Mouse is a really, really powerful ability. That is true, yeah. I He is in my Death and Taxes list. Which is a list I'm really excited about. Yeah, that is a, the Taxes list is a nice idea. Mm -hmm. And I can see him work there, yeah. He has a he has an amazing sweep of abilities. Uh -huh. It's just a four HP on his front side. Yeah. Sometimes I just wish he would be five five. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. Um, but I'm also a filthy Thanos player who sees the backside as a value and not a detriment. True, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm I'm a mindset player or a player with a mindset. I don't mind my people to be dazed mm -hmm. or injured. Uh, that's why I love, love Spider Foes so much because a lot of characters in Spider Foes get better as they're injured. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, Deadpool is one of them. Yeah, I don't think we want to bring Wolverine. We have Sabretooth. So yeah. um, I like Wolverine um, on cubes i play him in x-force and in x-men on the cubes uh, mm -hmm. cosmic cubes is that um x-men can do it better for sure with first class and to me my x-men he ends up in a way safer place than he would be in x-force but we're here for the aggression mm -hmm. um but i don't see the need of another four pointer if we already planning on playing red skull with Sabretooth. And also, Sabretooth, I think, is much better on cubes than Wolverine for X-Force. 
Um, oh, for yeah, for X Force for sure. Just the difference between the medium to the long move is is a lot. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, that for sure. Um, yeah, and uh, the way I play the cubes is pretty tactics card intensive. You need the um, uh, advanced R and D yeah. for sure. And yeah, so you can end up with two cubes, but it's way harder to pull off on Wolverine than it is with Sabretooth. And just having Sabretooth and Deadpool both as um, healing factor characters is just great on cubes. Helps you out so much. Yeah, it really, really does. Um, so we have five characters already. That leaves us five out of affiliation slots. I think we need to play at least one 2.0. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, question, you go first. <laughs> the question is, which one? Yeah. So the competitive part of my brain says Outer Slot in Okoya. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> I recently found a lot of use for Ancient Widow. Uh, a Two-Point Widow? Two-Point Widow, yeah. Yeah. Two-Point Widow is, is super interesting, and I really like her, too. Um, she doesn't get as much play for me because I play a lot of three-point Widow. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, I can't argue with that. Both <laughs> Widows are great. Yeah. Um, I don't, there are very few actively bad characters in this game. Um, we have been talking about aggression, so I do want to touch on Nebula. I was waiting for that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Nebula is uh, is a is an amazing model. I love the sculpt AMG put out. I love the character as as a comic character fleshed out her character and mm -hmm. her her mindset and the journey her character went through. Mm -hmm. And I really like her on the table. The only thing is that she cannot interact with. Um, the objective. Tokens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Puts her, like, she is always so close to make it into my roster. And given the fact that Sword Base exists right now in the game, she just just can make the jump into my roster, roster since I need five men on 14, usually, if you go from a, com a competitive background. So. I've actually been hearing a lot of people talk about her on Sword Base being a really, really good thing. I can see that for sure. Because she acts as a pass that could potentially knock out one of your opponent's activations and get you last activation. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Because yeah. Sword Base um... is really around the final activation of the turn. It is, yeah. Um, but it's hard to pull off. I mean, the, 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 obviously, if you go straight 14, uh, there will be two pointers on the field. Mm -hmm. Probably more than one per team depends on the affiliation characters, affiliation and the characters you bring in. I can see her just going, going hunting, yeah. going just on a, on a field trip. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't like I I don't um, dislike. Mm -hmm. That's doesn't doesn't sound right. Yeah, I like I like the the nebula pick though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's the theme of just 
pushing X-Force not to this um, ranged brawl team, mm -hmm. um, more towards uh, we're going on a hunt and try to uh, strike, precision strike at our enemy forces. Yeah. Which which fits the theme of Sabretooth and, and also Red Skull is a great uh, position strike uh, piece with his long ranges and his throw. Yeah. He can set up a lot of good stuff, especially for Domino if you if you go a little bit further and think about Red Skull does his spender, he throws someone into the others of the enemy team and Domino comes in and throws a grenade. Mm -hmm. Um I bet we all witnessed the great and famous Fast Nick um, getting off his uh, legendary grenade of Domino, which dazed like two or three characters. I, I can't even. <laughs> I have not seen that because I've not kept up with a lot oh. of the competitive games. I I got to commentate Fast Nick's top sixteen game, where he played Sui Wide against uh uh Black Order on um Sword Base. That was fun too. Yeah, you should definitely check out his game against Morgan Reed. Mm -hmm. um, the Domino Grenade is just pure epicness. Mm -hmm. And even in his in his interview at the end, he just said, "Yeah, there were a safer play, but he's in for the fun." And he just threw the grenade and it pulled off, and it was just amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I can I can see a lot of setup. Uh, get Domino getting a lot of setup to Red Skull's control that he brings. Um, so, are we going with Nebula? Sure, you sold me. Fantastic. Um, now, I think we want another, at least one more three-pointer as well. Are there any three-pointers that jump out to you? Oh, Re um, yeah. I just, if you're going for the theme, uh, I just love Lizard. He's a great three-pointer. He brings another uh, exceptional healing target, possible yeah. ex exceptional healing target. He's another healing factor, and he, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit anti the meta uh, picks right now. So why? Sure, the the obvious choice would be just throw in Valkyrie, mm -hmm. but I think there are so many three pointers. Um, that we can choose from, and since we don't put in the two-point widow we could um, agree on to um, put in the three-point widow yeah that is another viable option uh there's a couple other people i want to talk about um one is baron zemo oh how could i forget him sure he is part of the the x-force torrent that utility cookie established mm -hmm. Uh, his rerolls are great. His mobility is great. Yeah, what's not to love about him? <laughs> Bring on more Germans into X Force. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the other one that I kind of want to talk about, which is an interesting one that I'm not a hundred percent sure about, but I want to bring up is Moon Knight. Oh, Moon Knight is a fun character, and I can definitely see him work. Mm -hmm. yeah, there are so many. Our oh, three thread is just so overwhelmed with great characters it's yeah. hard to decide because like we're not even talking about some really solid ones um i would also bring up proxima midnight it's very good he is definitely she is uh she is more in the shadow of her husband and um in the 
combination of them both. She mostly is used as an enabling piece. But I did play her in my early Criminal Syndicate um, test runs, and she was just amazing. She does so much so, work. Her placement is incredible. So she has come back into my Criminal Syndicate list because I'm now playing Omega Red in Criminal oh. Syndicate. Yeah. And her reposition throw has a wild poison on it. That is true, yeah. It is. It has, yeah. Uh, um, also... Uh, we can't forget about Iron Fist. Sure, why not? He comes in with a great tactics card. Yeah. Um, and he has also that a lot of reposition mobility and just a big powerful attack if we need it. That is true, yeah. Um, I I honestly love the idea of having both Proxima and Iron Fist in there mm -hmm. just to get this range 3 aggression on the table. Both have a range three, both have a place, and just can use that to just have an extraordinary, um, how should I say it, action economy by just yeah. skipping the movement. Um, another one that I want to talk about that's not as well scouted, but one I really enjoy specifically with Red Skull is Drax the Destroyer. Okay, yeah. Drex is a solid, a solid three-pointer. Also, really under underused, yeah. and I put him in my recent tests test run of uh, Spider Foes with the new releases, and he he's just a solid piece. He's tanky and he brings damage on the table, mm -hmm. as well as reliable bleed, and he benefits from the bleeds. Mm -hmm. And with Red School, you can redirect attacks into him to get the vengeance token onto someone, and reposition him so he may, starts his activation within. Range two of those, the person who has the vengeance. Okay. Oh, that's spicy. Yeah, that that's really good. Mm -hmm. so, oh man, we have so many good choices. <laughs> there, are, there are too many good three threats. Um, yeah. Uh, do we want it? I I I am definitely leaning towards Lizard a little bit because I do like that he's another healing factor to exceptional healing off of. And he is just a, a mobile piece, and he he he's just everywhere on the board he wants to be. His medium base wall crawler, medium move, his range three attacks with a size size three push on his uh, builder attack. Yeah, it's on a wild, but it's another mm -hmm. uh, use of the X Force leadership, mm -hmm. and his size three throw is just solid. So overall, his kit is pretty straightforward, but it works. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, can't say anything bad about putting Lizard in him. I love him, and especially if we're going with... Um, we're obviously going with um, probably um, with the exceptional healing for Deadpool and Sabretooth. Mm -hmm. So we have, have another model on the board that could possibly benefit from it, makes the decision-making of our enemy a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, and then... I think we want one of either Proxima or Iron Fist for that range 3 reposition attack. Um, is there one that you lean towards? Yeah, definitely Iron Fist. He's just... His his spender, it, it's a ticking time bomb. Mm -hmm. So, speaking of um, bad decisions for our opponent across the table, it's just another threat or another ticking clock in the back of his head that he knows at some point there is he cannot deny the fist 
yeah. at some point she's just showing up and wrecking havoc mm-hmm. so i really like iron fist i play him quite a lot and he's a fun character mm-hmm. and you know as we mentioned before his his tactics card is just stellar mm-hmm. so we possibly have to put that in there too just to have another piece of control on the board yes um i do think we have room for another four pointer in this list um for higher point values because i don't think we're going to go wider than five even at high point values so i think we have room to play a couple of higher point characters oh i would love to i'm all about the four threats (laughs) i think they're they're in a currently in a really um good spot there are a lot of four threats also coming with the new wave they're really exciting to yeah. play a lot of new um, mechanics and design space so yeah and one of my favorite characters currently in the game or currently released is a, a four-pointer in omega red you mentioned him before mm-hmm. he's just fun he is yeah. just fun he he is really fun he does interesting things and he he shapes the team in a way Oh yeah, and he, yeah, and he goes with the theme of pre- uh, providing bad decisions or bad options for our opponent. Mm-hmm. So that that is he... definitely something to think about. Um, we mentioned him earlier in the cast. Do we want to bring Venom into this list? Oh. Yeah, do we have room for two four-point splashes is the yes. question. Because uh, we can do a... Uh, at 19 and 20, we do. Because um, we can play... Cable is 5, and then Domino Deadpool is another 6, so that's 11, plus 4 is 15, which means we can get another 4 in there, and then at 20, we just upgrade one of the uh, threes into Sabertooth to get 5 wide with another 4. Okay, yeah. I yeah you you know I'm a Spider Foe a fan uh, I love Venom he is a great character what he brings to the table is just amazing um, his control his range for um, pull or push mm-hmm. towards with a medium tool he can just pull characters into range to just release your pain upon on your team um, with advanced R and D. He can do it even in first turn and have a like a, a steroid uh, deception on hand. Yeah. Um, he benefits greatly from Red Skull's placement, so that's uh, something I abused in when I was playing my Spider Foe list in season five a lot. Just place Venom range two forward, and he's in range to pull everyone from the middle into melee range to. Uh, Venom, and you can get off like two attacks round one, which yeah. provides more than enough power for the upcoming rounds for him. Mm-hmm. Um, another character that I want to talk about, who's who's very new, is Doctor Voodoo. Oh, yeah, he is he is such a great piece. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, he's really interesting. His his possession mechanic. Um, especially his his immunities are great. Yeah, immunity to hex and incinerate is really solid. And we're looking at higher point value games, which means that um, uh, 
Demons Downtown is entirely possible, and having an immune incinerate on Demons Downtown seems really solid. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's another really solid four pointer. We can't argue about that. <laughs> he is great, and he brings an uh, a little. Uh, um, how should I phrase it? We he brings mystic into our team which is not a spender he brings reliable mystic attacks which we are right now a little bit lacking of mm -hmm. uh, we only have cable so far with his big uh, ascanison attack mm -hmm. so that would be another solid option to get a little bit of um, mystic attack on the field yes um and then we also have the potential of just being annoying with loki Oh, Loki is a weird character. Uh, I mean, I like his set. I like his card. He's a great character, but he did not perform for me so far. Mm. So maybe I'm a little bit um, biased on my actual experience with him. Uh -huh. But I, I'm, I'm, I love to be proven wrong. <laughs> so my thing with Loki as someone who's playing uh, a tax list. Um, is that he is more annoying to your opponent than he is flashy for you. A lot of his value is how much he annoys the opponent. That That's, yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> that's true. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, there's, there's a plenty of options we haven't talked about. We haven't talked about any of, like, the big notable four-pointers yet of um, the likes of uh, Medusa or Enchantress, which would all be fine here. Um, yeah, but I mean, everyone can can put Medusa and uh, Enchantress, Enchantress on yeah. the on the on the table, and they 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 just work. And I think we're here in a experimental podcast. Mm -hmm. And though this this episode is about Red Skull and enabling him, um, I don't think we need more of those characters on the table than we already have. Um, yeah. We should just bring bring this as you as you said a lot to me just bring the spice <laughs> yeah um so is there is there one that really jumps out as the one that you want to commit to and use oh i'm i'm really liking the brother voodoo idea okay let's get him in there yeah he's he's new he's fl shiny he's flashy <laughs> and i think yeah he has a solid stat line. He has great um, options for damage as well as control mm -hmm. with his possession mechanic. I really, I'm, I'm really a big fan of his um, risk and reward possession mechanic, mm -hmm. and I think he fits fine in the overall theme that we're trying to do for this uh, way more aggressive um, X Force roster. Yeah. Um. So that leaves us with one more spot. Um, okay. We can get... I don't think we actually have any limitation on what threat value we want to get in there. So we have the full range of people. I don't think we can get a six threat in there, but I think we could possibly, if we want to, get another five in there. But otherwise, we have the full gamut of threat to talk about. So is there a character that we kind of passed over that you want to slip into this list? Hmm. Let's see. I haven't really thought about 
I mean, we have such a great cast of characters already. Mm -hmm. I think the last spot comes down to either we decide to go real spicy and put something real janky in there, mm -hmm. or we just go for something solid, reliable, maybe another fire threader in form of Scarlet Witch that just do work, or... Also, I really like the idea of just putting Carnage in there. Yeah. To just get even more aggressive. Carnage is a really and... good pull. Um, we were talking about healing factor earlier. So if we were going to go for a five threat, I was going to suggest the five threat with healing factor, Cassandra Nova. Everyone's uh, beloved sewer child, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I, I, I definitely think the, um, I am definitely down to throw Carnage in here because Carnage is super fun. He, he is just fun to put on the table. And I mean, the list already looks so much fun, so much aggression on the table that you, you just, beside Cable, which he, who is kind of deterrent right now in the team, who reliably sits back and pokes everyone. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have Sabertooth that runs up the front. We have now Carnage. We have so much aggression going up the field right into our opponent's face. And yeah, Carnage just does what Carnage do. Cool, then let's get just... Carnage in there. All right, sounds great. Um, so next up, let's talk about tactic, uh, not tactics, uh, crises. All right, yep. Now it's the fun part. <laughs> um, I think we start out with getting cubes in here. We've talked about cubes before, and I think it's a crisis we really enjoy. Oh, um, having Sabretooth, Deadpool, and Lizard now? Yeah. Yeah, we have to get cubes in there. Also, it. I really enjoy the mechanics of cubes. I know a lot of people don't like the, the damage and power game, but... It adds a timer on the crisis, which is quite nice. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah. Also, if I I really enjoy, especially with this um, more aggressive up in the front uh, team, I would love to see research station. Fair. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And. We all know there's this um, amazing meme out there. Everyone likes a hammer. Yeah. I think our team likes hammers too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am with you there. So I think, um, I think we have our extracts. Yeah. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, that's really easy. And especially with Cable, uh, Cat and Mouse and his teleport. And now even with the added teleport of Red Skull, mm -hmm. I think more often than not, if you can end up with more than one cube, uh, one one or, uh, or more hammer on cable, round one. Yeah, that might be entirely possible. And having a seven dice cable, even a six dice cable, sitting comfortably in the back, poking at people, so is not something. I don't to... think you can get two on him. Ah, um, uh, you. Because cat and mouse moves you first, so you'll be on the the other side of the hammer with him at the start of the game. Um, right. So you would have to pick up that hammer, then have Red Skull move you, and then him do the rest of his movement. So it just gets a little out of sync between the activations because it's two separate activations. Right, right. But you can do a cat and mouse. You can pick up one hammer, maybe target someone with a range five in the middle. Yeah. 
and teleport to the side and have a last move, uh, which would give you or play advanced R and D. Yeah, that's the easy part. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it it is not a reliable tactic, but it's possible to pull that off. Is the if the the table shapes the way? Um, yeah, it's probably not something you should aim for. But giving cable a hammer is always a solid option. Yeah, for sure. Um, secure wise, um, oh, I see you. You already mentioned one. <laughs> uh, demons downtown. Sure thing. I'm all about that incinerate. Oh yeah. oh yeah, demons downtown. I don't think we like gamma waves as much. Ooh, yeah. It the fifteen point value is probably the only downside of yeah. this crisis because I think with having cable domino, also Sabretooth and Carnage now and uh, Red Skull too, they like the E shape. Yeah, I think it's it's we would be playing a team of Cable, Domino, Deadpool, Red Skull. At which that is, 15 points. Yeah, which is nasty. Yeah. Yeah. So do we want to get it in there then? Who who doesn't love a good game of Gamma Hammers? I think uh, <laughs> I really enjoy it. Very fair. I really enjoy it. Um, yeah. Also, we have Simo in there. Uh, uh, we currently mover. don't have Zemo in there. He was one of the Swedes oh. we talked about, but moved over. Oh, right, right. We talked about so many good characters. I know. <laughs> it gets confusing sometimes. Um, right. I want to talk about an interesting card of Mutant Madman turned City Center into Lethal Amusement Park. Oh, now you... Now you... Uh, talk in my language. Mm -hmm. um, this is probably one of my most played crises really it is the perfect spider foe crisis very fair they do all have four physical defense they do and they do exceptionally against uh or if you're splitting up the board yeah if you if you can force the 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 two lanes mm -hmm. spider foes do exceptional yeah um, all their characters are holding can easily hold their own and giving a little bit of help do um tactics cards goes a long way with them mm -hmm. so i really enjoy mutant madman and every every chip damage you can do outside of your activations is great so yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> let's go with that so now it's just left tactics cards this is a smooth ride yeah <laughs> um so we talked about Heroes for Hire and Cat and Mouse already, so let's get both of yeah. those in. Also, we have to take exceptional healing at this point, I yes. think, since we have so many good characters mm -hmm. that can use uh, use it. Mm -hmm. um, another great card is, in especially if we're putting uh, Venom on the table. Uh, we don't have him in the list. Ah, Dang it, I'm completely mixed up. Yes, so <laughs> our current characters right now are Red Skull, Cable, Sabretooth, Deadpool, Domino, Nebula, Lizard, Iron Fist, Doctor Voodoo, and Carnage. Right, Carnage, another symbiote. Yeah, so great. We don't need advanced R&D for that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. So we don't need to clock up another tactics card slot. I think we want Race for Impact, just because we have a fair number of size threes. Oh yeah, and we need to go with um, 
with the other obvious restricted choice, uh, all you've got. Okay, cool. It, I mean, it it just fits our theme. Yeah, we're, we're being aggro, um, and yep. oh, we're being aggro not on physical, so we're not worrying about Dune Prophecy. Right, right. Uh, Which you already... Uh, you, with that statement, you've given us another tactics card choice that I really like. I really value this card even higher than Doom Prophecy in my recent um, testing. Uh, Blind Obsession. Yeah. My what? favorite card artwork. <laughs> yep. No, I, I am with you there. So that leaves us two remaining. And two I want to bring up Marked for Death. Ooh, with all the stealth that's running around right now. And with, my, oh, and with Amazing Spider-Man just around the corner. Which is fun, because I I already own him like months from now. Yeah. But I'm, I have the luxury on living in Europe, so that's yeah. a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, sure, I think um, we will see a lot of Amazing Spider-Man. But the over, I, I think um, what people really sometimes forget about this card is everyone becomes a short mover yes the character which, becomes a short mover which is so good it is and now um if we're like hypothetically living the dream with our voodoo play you possess someone who is marked for death yes. he's a short mover he loses all tokens and cannot interact so basically you take out the model remove it from the game <laughs> yeah no that's that's a really powerful play for a turn it is and uh, who doesn't love uh, no rerolls on your defensive dice yeah no I that's mean, that's fantastic too i hear my doctor strange model right now crying on my shelf <laughs> <laughs> i hear my uh what's it, a star lord model also crying on his shelf yeah but he's crying for different reasons <laughs> Oh no, now he can't plucky attitude. Yeah, right. Um, um, so also, yeah, not only plucky attitude, but he could not use his winged tokens yeah. to defensively roll. Mm -hmm. And we see a big rise in, in Web Warriors, and I think we will see another uh, increase in their table time when Moon Knight hits because yeah. he's brought into the affiliation. He probably comes around the same time as Amazing Spider-Man. So I think they have a quite a good option for a more beady or more aggressive focused spider uh, web warrior team. Yeah. So I think this card um, gets sneakily better every release. Oh yeah. No, it is, it is like the sleeper hit card. Um, yeah. And it forces people to buy Ebony Ma. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we need more Ebony Ma on our boxes, on yeah. our shelves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, so... So we have one more slot. Um, I know I, I get uh, dunked on if I, if I um, say the next card I have in mind, but... It would really fit, and it's it's just we have to say it. It's just a great card, uh, bitter rivals. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's. I think it's the right choice, and let's do it while we can because it's getting on the restricted list soon. I will not be surprised. Oh, I bet it becomes a restricted, and I wouldn't mind it. It's yeah. it's a really good card. Mm -hmm. uh, it's so easy to pull off, especially with 
the amounts of high power generating models we have. I don't think beside Deadpool maybe and Lizard, uh, I don't think we have any model that is power starved. So that that becomes a real good option, and yeah, uh, nothing nothing more dis dis uh, disgusting than uh, Sabretooth all you got into a bit of rivals team or yeah. even a Carnage. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that gives us a full list, and it looks like a really fun list. Man, I I I really want to try this list out now. It's really fun. Uh -huh. So for the people at home, the full list is Red Skull, Cable, Sabretooth, Deadpool, Domino, Nebula, Lizard, Iron Fist, Doctor Voodoo, and Carnage. Then the tactics cards are Cat and Mouse, Heroes for Hire, Exceptional Healing, Brace for Impact, All You've Got, Blind Obsession, Mark for Death, and Bitter Rivals. Then for Secures, we have Demons Downtown, Has Our Comeuppance Come Due, Gamma Wave Sweeps Across the Midwest, and Mutant Madman Turns City Center into Lethal Amusement Park. And then for our extracts, we have Struggle for the Cosmic Cube, uh, Struggle for the Cube Continues, Research Station Attacked, and Field Grip's World as Worthy Terrorized Cities. Got any final comments? No, I'm pretty happy with the list so far. It sounds amazing. It sounds fun. Mm -hmm. It sounds right up my alley. I'm a pretty aggressive player, and everyone who played me before on TTS or in, in person knows that I always tell myself, no step back you don't have to be that aggressive just make the play safe but yeah. i end up always being aggressive and mm -hmm. more often than not it costs me the game but it's always fun yeah we're here for dice we're I rolling the dice, dice. <laughs> right so yeah and that that list is straight up aggression mm -hmm. love it love it um, with um sneakingly control pieces in there yeah we have a couple of really scary control pieces in there um, especially right right especially if someone if we face uh, would face some some higher size characters having oh, yeah. those the, the throws available on red skull um one of my favorite stories in in all season five was uh rolling my my opponent's modok through his team with with, with, with red, red skull in every round it, it was just nice <laughs> yeah that that sounds like it's a lot of fun it um, is yeah if people wanted to reach out to you how would they do it so i'm the german on discord um i'm always happy to talk about mcp i love the game and i'm pretty active in all the forums so yeah if you want to talk mcp or anything else mm -hmm. just hit me up i'm usually always available Fantastic. And if you want to reach out to me, I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords and Gigypt on all the non-MCP discords. If you want to support the show, come visit patreon.com slash Lexa White, uh, where you will get a bonus podcast of me and some friends talking about the TV that we've been, uh, we've been watching and really deep diving on a specific show each month and having a lot of fun chatting with each other. Um, earlier today, I recorded uh, the episode that's coming out on the 15th. Uh, which will be, uh, which will have already come out by the time this episode comes out, which was a two-hour episode on Scooby-Doo Mysteries Incorporated that was a whole lot of fun to make. So I'm super excited about that one. And then, um, if, uh, 
Also, you get access to the uh, Morlocks Discord, where we have fun conversations about real janky lists, and uh, among other things. Um, if you want to see me write formal reviews, you can visit me at ggif.tumblr.com. If you want to see me, uh, and then my various Twitch places that I show up, I will uh, show up occasionally on twitch.tv slash theboardgamedome. Um, playing MCP and other IRL board games with Brett from last week's episode. Um, and then uh, twitch.tv slash Games most Saturday and Sunday mornings for various uh, design and playing of Arkham Horror the Card Game custom content. And then every other Monday, twitch.tv slash the underscore fuzzynator, uh, where I am teaching some friends that I've known for a long time how to play board games. So yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you very much for having me. It was a blast. It was my first podcast appearance and I really enjoyed it. And I'm really enjoying talking to you, Lexer, and for all the people out there really support. Lexer, she do does an amazing job. And yeah, thank you, thank you so much. Uh -huh. And keep experimenting, people. <laughs>